Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Christian Parenting. Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, podcast host and author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You. Here on the podcast, it's my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here. post the next time around, I was thinking of them and I was writing the caption as though I were talking to them. And that helped me so much because I knew that the thing that I was posting was valuable, not just to gain more followers or to get likes, but because this was the kind of content that I felt was meaningful and actually worth my attention and my time. A lot of times spent all this time on social media and you get to the end and you're like, oh man, like I don't even know if that was meaningful at all. But when you've got this audience in mind, you're actually going to walk away with less regret and more satisfaction. Aloha friends and welcome back to the Boy Mom Podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me. And you were just listening to a short clip once again from my son, Josiah, who I'll be sharing a couple clips from at the end of today's podcast episode. Today, we are talking about social media, and I'm really excited to be doing something just a little bit different. I'm going to be reading a blog post that I wrote a couple years ago. It was when Josiah was still at home before he had left for college, and we were navigating social media together, and it is just such an important topic to coach our kids through. And most of us would say it's tough for us as adults to navigate social media. Well, our kids especially need our help. They need our mentoring and our coaching. So today I'm going to be sharing a blog post that many of you have probably not seen because these tend to get buried in the archives, which leads me to the reason I wanted to share a couple reasons. First of all, I have over the years shared many blog posts and now a number of podcast 
podcast episodes related to technology. If you were around last summer, you know I did a whole series here on the podcast. I did an amazing episode on gaming, video gaming, and there was a great download that came with that. We talked about internet filters. We talked about pornography. So last summer was packed, and I know a lot of you were traveling and busy. Summer's a hard time to keep up on podcasts. And so in light of that and all the other things I've done over the years related to technology, I finally decided it was time to put everything together on one page where you can find it easily. Over the years, when people ask me about a past episode or a past blog post, I always have to dig through my archives and try to find it. And so I have finally put together a page where I've just gathered links to everything I've done. And I wanted to let you know that that is now available in one place. I will be linking to that in show notes, but for future, you can find it at monicaswanson.com. And if you click on the blog link right there in the sidebar of my blog, I have a little square that says all things technology. When you click on that, it'll take you to a page where you can easily find everything. Now, just so you know, if you haven't hung out and looked around my blog, I also have something in the sidebar that links to everything related to homeschooling. And then I have another one that's all my boy posts. And these are all the most popular posts from all the years that I have blogged. So this might be a fun time for you to go over to monicaswanson.com and just have a look around. If you haven't seen, I also have a whole gallery of recipes. There's a lot going on over there. I've got over 10 years of content and hopefully you can make yourself at home and cruise around a little bit and check out what's over there. So I'm excited to share that with you. And then the other reason why today is a great time to share this uh, blog post about social media is because this week, if you're listening in real time, which I hope you are, September 15th to the 17th, I have opened the doors to my Raising TechSmart Kids mini course, which you may or may not have even heard of. Now, the Raising TechSmart Kids mini course is something that I've only opened the doors to one time on its own, and that was last December, right before the holidays, I opened the doors and quite a few people got into that. And I've heard really, really good feedback from families who so appreciated everything in there. Now, otherwise, the only time I've shared the mini course is when people have purchased the character training course, I've made it available at checkout. But I decided with so many kids back in school or maybe schooling from home, maybe a little bit of each, depending on what's going on where you live. I just realized this is a time in the year where it's really helpful for parents to get equipped, to find the best resources, to really get set up for a tech smart year ahead with your kids. Just be sure to use the link in show notes so you can go over and just see a list of everything that's in that mini course. And keep in mind, this isn't like a curriculum, lessons you have to get through, questions you have to answer. I call it a mini course because it's really a vault or a hub. It's one place where I have gathered the best that I could find. Keeping in mind, I'm going through this too, you guys. So I have found the best books, the most helpful resources, uh, accountability software, filters, all the things I most recommend. Put them in one place, as well as just some inspiring downloads, things you can print out, use with your kids, use for yourself. Um, there's also an interview with Sissy Goff, the author of Taming the Technology Monster, which is super encouraging. She's so practical. So just use that link. Go over, check it all out. I think you're going to love what you see in the mini course. And I know some of you listening are hearing this and it's too late. The doors might not be open anymore, but don't worry. Still use that link. Go over, check it out, and then you'll know what's in there the next time I open the doors because we will be offering it again down the road. 
But one of the things in that mini course is an interview with my son, Josiah, who's sharing about his journey with social media from the time he was 13, which is pretty much when social media became a thing, to now as a young adult. And that's an interview that I'm hoping a lot of kids can listen into with their parents, because I think that Josiah's perspective will be really encouraging and might help your kids navigate and just keep perspective on social media as they grow up. And again, that's what I'm going to be sharing a clip from after I read the blog post in today's episode. So with all of that, I just want to thank you for being here. I really do want to support you guys. And that's why I do everything that I do. I care so much about you. And um, I know there's so many challenges raising kids today. And I know that technology is a big part of that. So again, I hope that that resource page that I've gathered everything will be just super encouraging to you and that you might find something that will address your specific needs, whatever age or stage your kids are in. Okay. So without further ado, I'm going to read to you this blog post that I wrote a number of years ago, but I think it's still as relevant today as ever. It is called The Instagram 5, Helping Your Teenagers Use Social Media with Integrity. I hope you enjoy. Our family has had more than our fair share of roundtables on the topic of social media. It's not an easy topic, and whether or not your family is on social media, we can all agree it's complicated. Social media is still so new, relatively speaking. We know a lot about it, but not everything. We especially do not know what the long-term implications of social media use are. We do know that the average teenager spends a lot of their day on social media. I'll link in show notes to an article from the Washington Post that reports that teens spend nine hours a day consuming media, much of which is social media. I can hardly wrap my brain around that number. Tweens are a mere six hours, if that makes you feel any better. Oh my goodness. And there's also an article I'll link to that suggests that teens' total time spent on social media beats time spent eating, drinking, socializing, and grooming. Does that make anyone else a bit nauseous? I can also tell you that I've put more time into my chapter on technology for my book, Boy Mom, than any other chapter. Though I've got lots of good information and some helpful suggestions to share, I won't be able to offer a one-size-fits-all approach to social media. No one can. Because as my boys and I conclude, each time we get into this topic, social media is really an individual issue even a heart issue, and everyone needs to decide for themselves if they want to be a part of it and how they want to manage their use of it. This is challenging for everyone, even mature adults. So obviously it can be incredibly difficult when you're dealing with an immature teenager whose brain won't be fully developed for many years. How can we expect them to make difficult judgment calls on things like, is social media dragging me down? What are my motivations for posting this or that? Would I be happier if I quit social media? How can we trust our kids to put healthy boundaries in place when everyone around them, it seems, is on social media 24-7? As a parent, we have a couple of options. Of course, we can say no to our kids being on social media at all, depending on your child's maturity level and a whole host of other factors, including their social situation, level of self-confidence, and so on. This may be the most wise choice, especially in the earlier teen years. Or if you do allow your kids to be on social media, then I encourage you, no, I urge you to coach them in their use of it, to have an ongoing conversation, to help them set boundaries. Yes, we need filters on devices to protect our kids from dangers like internet predators and pornography, but there's more to this conversation than that. We need filters to protect our kids in the area of identity and self-worth. Kids also need some coaching on what to share on social media 
and ideally the heart behind what they share. These are the topics that come up in conversations with my teens. At this point, my oldest three boys all have Instagram accounts. Luke uses Instagram mostly for his surfing, and my husband co-manages that. Josiah and Jonah have been on Instagram for a few years, and today they will tell you they have a love-hate relationship with it. Originally, my oldest boys loved the idea of Instagram as a place to share their photography and in general to stay connected to the world. As homeschoolers, this seemed especially great. They enjoyed the entire platform, growing their followers and being inspired by those they followed. It was a lot of fun. Until it wasn't. Looking back now, they believe that time on Instagram triggered more feelings of jealousy, insecurity, and general FOMO than anything else. They believe that all of the typical teenage struggles are only compounded by daily scrolling through an Instagram feed. Aware of how this has affected them, my boys have taken many breaks from Instagram. After a few months off, they have reportedly felt happier. And with that in mind, they have come very close to deleting their entire accounts many times. Over an afternoon coffee last spring, Josiah brought it up again. I think I want to quit Instagram. I nodded, aware that this has been on his mind before. But then I thought of some of the positives of Josiah's Instagram use, about college next fall, and how I know his grandma and other family and friends would love to keep up with him via Instagram. I've personally enjoyed following many of my friends' kids during their college journeys. Josiah also has shared plenty of positive inspirations he has found through Instagram. He's even gotten to know his college roommate through it. So I said, you might want to take a break. Maybe wait to delete it until you're sure. It was probably selfish, but I wanted to believe there was still some good in keeping his account. As we sat and sipped our coffee, we talked again about Josiah's reasons for wanting to throw in the Insta towel. His main thing was that he hated the idea of using social media to impress people, to try to keep up or look cool or fit in with what others were doing. That stuff has become such a turnoff to both of my older boys. They don't want to buy into it, and I respect them for that. We wondered if there was a way to use Instagram without getting lost in it. And that's when it hit me. Here's an idea. I suddenly felt very genius. Okay, he didn't look very hopeful. What if you do this, I said, leaning in excitedly. Since this is about your own heart and keeping in check on your motivations, what if you come up with, I don't know, five people and imagine that you are Instagramming for these specific five people? Of course, you'll still have a lot of other followers, but these five can be your personal accountability, even if they don't know it. This time, Josiah lit up. His eyes widened and he said, I'm liking this. Go on. I continued, of course, it'd be great if your mom was on the list, wink, but you can decide who you want on your list. If you're posting with the people in mind who you really respect and want to share your life with, then you'll be sharing the right photos with the right captions and the right heart. Let other people do what they will, but you can use it your way. I added one more thing. I also recommend that once you post something, you decide if you're going to scroll through your feed or not. And if you do, be sure to set a time limit. I know scrolling can suck us all in, especially as I've been working on setting boundaries for my own social media use. Josiah was all in. He was satisfied and even excited as we finished our coffee. The next day, he approached me with a smile. Okay, mom, I'm doing it, he said. I've got my list. Want to hear who's on it? Of course I do. He went on to tell me that indeed I made the cut, as well as his youth leader, the one who had mentored him all through his high school years, and the 15-year-old boy that he had been mentoring for the past year. He named two other people who he has great respect for and knows would enjoy keeping up on his life. Interestingly, neither were his peers. 
I loved it. It's been a few months since we had this conversation, so recently I checked in with Josiah to see how things are going. He responded that his Instagram 5 has been a game changer. He no longer wrestles with whether or not to post, and he has quit mindlessly scrolling through his feed. He hasn't posted much this summer, but the few times he has, he said it's as simple as running the photo and captioned by his five accountability partners. I'm so glad. While this may not solve all of our battles with technology or even social media, it might be just a small step in the right direction. So I say, try it at home. If your kids are on social media, you might want to ask them to come up with five people they would like to keep in mind as they post. Encourage them to include people who they'll be glad they targeted later. They might even consider a future boss or spouse or in-laws. This may be challenging, but some teens might really embrace the challenge. They might even be willing to reevaluate older posts in light of this new approach. I hope this is a helpful way to come alongside your teen as you coach them in using social media with integrity. And no doubt, some of us adults might want to use the same approach to our own social media accounts. I don't think it can hurt any of us. So there ends that blog post, and I will be linking to that in the show notes, as well as to the whole page um, with all of my technology resources, blog posts, and podcast episodes. And really, what I'm thinking even as I'm recording is how important it is that we have these conversations, whether it's about social media or about gaming or about texting, anything that has to do with technology. I think when we start to have conversations with our kids that really draw out what is the heart, what is the motivation, they're not always going to see that right away. They might be in the moment. They might be doing whatever just comes naturally or next or what their friends are doing. But I do believe that as parents, we can play that role of coach and help kind of pull some things out, talk about it. We don't need to grill them or make it into a big issue, but we certainly can bring up some things that they might tuck away and think about later. Okay, so now I'm going to share just a little clip, a couple little clips from my conversation with Josiah, which is in the Raising TechSmart Kids mini course. And I love this because he is referring to exactly what I talked about in that blog post. So here's a few words from Josiah a couple years later reflecting on it. When I saw all these pictures being posted and these captions that seems to represent the kinds of things that I wish that I could have been a part of, but maybe wasn't, I think that's when I started to see a different side of social media. And it wasn't so much just fun and lighthearted. And then Josiah talks about his Instagram 5 and what that looked like. It's kind of hard to keep track of who exactly you're posting for. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're just thinking about this vague community around you or maybe the people whose attention you'd like to win Mm. or the people who are more popular than you for whatever reason you're going to you're going to post certain things to try to win their attention totally that might not be the best strategy so what i did was i thought okay who do i want to post for so i thought of some friends thought of mentors i thought of people that i was mentoring and these were all followers of mine but i just kind of cherry picked the ones that i knew I cared about Mm -hmm. um, and I knew that they cared about me. And so when I went to post the next time around, I was thinking of them and I was writing the caption as though I were talking to them. And that helped me so much because I knew that the thing that I was posting was valuable, not just to gain more followers or to get likes, but because this was the kind of content that 
I felt was meaningful and actually worth my attention and my time because a lot of times you you spend all this time on social media and you get to the end and you're like, oh man, like I don't even know if that was meaningful at all. But when you've got this audience in mind, you're actually going to walk away with less regret and more satisfaction. And then I want to share one more short clip because I love this. And this is really um, thoughts that have developed since I wrote the blog post and really where he is with using social media today. So I love this. I reached out to some different people Mm -hmm. that I respect who are on social media pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. And uh, I asked them some questions about their perspective on the whole matter. And uh, one of them, who's a pastor in California, ended his message back to me by saying that he firmly believes that if the apostles were alive today, they would be using social media to uh, communicate with people all around the world and to spread the gospel, to encourage, to help others. And so (laughs) that to me, and that's just some guy's opinion, but that to me was kind of a cool way of looking at things. And so I started taking things more seriously, not just going, okay, like I'm going to post for a small group of people, but more like, whoa, like if there's a thousand people in an audience and I'm on the stage, what am I going to say? And I just love that so much. So I hope it encourages you and maybe encourages some of your kids too. And you will find the full interview with Josiah in the Raising Tech Smart Kids mini course, which I'll be linking to in the show notes. And if you're catching this a little later, no worries. We will open the doors to that course again down the road. Um, But there is the brand new page I've put together with all of my technology articles, podcasts, and anything else related. So I hope that is helpful to you. So friends, I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this podcast community. Please do spread the word, especially if you're catching this right away. Let your friends know what's going on this week and just want you to know how much I appreciate you. And truly, I pray for you all. And you know, when you email me and share what's going on with you and your kids, I always stop and pray and I respond when I can. But I just want you to know that I know there are so many unique situations, so many challenging situations, and I'm just so proud of you. So many of you are doing your best to be intentional parents in a really tough time in the world. So God bless you. Keep up the good work. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Aloha.